0: hey what's up builders it's your girl canton at the blogger and you are now listening to the lbf podcast welcome back for another creating space and this one is women in podcasting and i have two amazing uh newcomers to the podcasting game but they have been killing it i love their content so i'm gonna introduce the first which is kendra and she runs coffee with kendra podcast she talks about everything from dating to love to like some real hard stuff that we deal with in life so kendra go ahead and say something for the builders Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. (laughs) I'm excited, too. Um, And then we have Key. Um, Hopefully you have uh, listened to the astrology episode by now. And this is the very vibrant, very gorgeous voice um, on the other side of that mic. So uh, Key runs Micro Speak. And she talks about, first of all, it's very empowering. Every time I listen, I'm just like, yes, girl, I am enough. I am. I'm am good. <laughs> so please go listen to that. If you need some af- uh, affirmations, if you need to be affirmed in any way, if you are struggling with something, her podcast helps you uh, find your voice. So Key, go ahead and say something for the builders.
1: First of all, you are enough. You was enough. You always be enough. We're going to start here. Yes, and i'm a scorpio but i don't like other scorpios but we ain't gonna start with that all right (laughs) he what they had to do with anything they gotta go back and listen to the astrology
0: um episode if they hadn't heard it already i was plugging you in oh i got you i got you You know i had a lot of comments (laughs) on that they was like what what why was y'all going down on scorpios like i was just like listen but (laughs) i
1: can do that because i'm willing exactly so it's fair so
0: i don't know what you want me to say about it (laughs) um so let me just start off with uh asking you how did you find your voice or when did you find your voice and 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 know that it was powerful enough for you to influence other people either one of you can start
1: uh well I'll go ahead (laughs) I'll go ahead and start um for me it was uh me just um, I didn't set out to be a podcaster. So I kind of just got invited to do a couple podcasts on other uh, platforms. And um, for me, I just thought, you know, I'm just speaking whatever it is that I think. And I don't think that it's that big of a deal. But I started having women reach out to me, like, wow, thank you for saying this. You know, I feel this way too, but nobody says this um, or nobody speaks from this point of view. Um, and you know, I even got some guys saying, you know what? Thank you for being honest about uh, what you said on this podcast. And I think for me, just people reaching out to me um, made me think, OK, damn, you know what? My voice does mean something to um, to someone, even if it's one person. And I think that's what really got to me and, and, and kind of sparked me to want a podcast.
0: I love that. Yeah. So, so somebody else saw it in you before you saw it in yourself. Yeah, that's good. That's good. What about you, Key?
1: actually started out as a motivational speaker. I started like about five years ago. I started My Curl Speak. I just added the wiki when I started the podcast. Mm-hmm. And My Curl Speak, it was centered around helping domestic violent um, survivors or survivors of sexual assault. So, um, what ended up happening was I met B. Easy from the DJ Blaze radio show. I had an event for My Curl Speak. Well, My Curl Speak. And when <laughs> him and DJ Blaze, may he rest in peace they had me come in to like talk about my event Mm. and then that was my first time actually being on the podcast. I was like oh this was fun but then I never really thought about it again other than the fact that you know I listened to other podcasts and I was like I don't know if I can do that because I talk to myself. I don't know if I could talk to myself. (laughs) (laughs) So what ended up happening was I have like a group on Facebook for moms and, like, um, they kept asking me because I would go live in the group and encourage them. And then finally, like, they were like, I feel like you need a podcast. Right. And I was like, but y'all want me to talk to myself? <laughs> and then they were like, if you do it, we'll listen to you. So I tried it and it worked. So, right.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess I'll share mine. I don't think I really have to anymore since, I mean, everybody listening should know. Um, I started off blogging. Um, I've been a writer all my life. And from there, I had a couple of people encourage me who were actually reading the words I was writing and saying, like, you know, you need to you need to be brave enough to start doing this on a mic. And I didn't do it for a while because I was just like, I do going to listen to me. You know, you kind of cop yourself out, even though, you know, you're awesome. Sometimes you always have that little that little thing, that hindrance that makes you feel like you can't do something that you know nothing about. Right. Right. So I put it off for a while. And then um, after I'm a big, you know, I'm a big uh, person on hearing things multiple times. So once I hear something at least three times, I'm just like, okay, let me see what this is about. And so I heard it three times. And then uh, shout out to the 1409. I'll say it every time I, I talk about this. But um, the two guys, shout out to KT and shout out to uh, Guala Meets World. They were the big pushers uh, for like helping me get started and um, just motivating me to actually start this. And once I did it, it just felt, it felt natural. You know, it felt like it was something I was supposed to be doing. So I'll ask you both that. Like, how have you been feeling since you started on the mic? Key.
1: (laughs) You look like you're trying to hide. I thought Kendra was going to go first. Okay, well, (laughs) at first, I kind of thought I was just winging it like like it was like the feedback was coming I I'm not gonna even lie I have social anxiety so I don't like attention like that I know it's weird why would I have a podcast and I don't like attention but um when I first had dropped like I started getting like all these inboxes and stuff and it was like extremely overwhelming so like I didn't talk on the internet for like a week and like (laughs) because I didn't know how to handle it yeah and uh one of my friends was like But why would you make such a relatable podcast and then don't want people to talk to you and I was like so um sometimes it's overwhelming just because like I'm not used to a lot of attention I like to I like for people to hear me but I don't like for them to see me if that make any sense I'm actually shy totally makes sense
0: to me it's i I'm I'm the same way too. I'm just like when when you're on the mic or when you're behind the computer or you know in the studio, it's it's like your personal safe space. And for me, I'm just mm-hmm. like I'm literally just talking, you know, and it's having the same conversations, you know, to the audience or you know with someone else or with myself. And Mm -hmm. so sometimes you forget like it's other people on the other side. And so when someone specifically hits you up in your, your, you know, DM or hits you up in your inbox and they say they repeat to you your own words, it's like, oh, my God, like people are actually listening and connecting. But I've gotten to the point now where I expect it and where I'm motivated by it to always, you know, come on the mic and be honest and be truthful and try to be helpful, try to be transparent and vulnerable. Right. What about you, Kendra?
1: I think um, I can definitely relate to you too because um, <clears throat> I'm actually a shy person too and I think since we do podcasts and nobody believes that right <laughs> but in in all actuality I'm a shy person like when I meet you I'm a little quiet a little bit reserved until I uh, spend more time with you the more time I spend with you the more I open up and you'll see me um, so when it comes to podcasts same thing and um, I had to I think like my very 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 first podcast I sounded so nervous I can hear the nervousness in my voice I don't know if everyone else could hear but I did <laughs> um, and then when I finally branched off to do my own podcast and I was still nervous like my first five episodes I was still nervous not like trusting myself even though I'm confident in what I'm saying and what I'm feeling because it's my own um, it was it was hard to kind of come out of that shell so like now I do it in obviously a second nature right I don't even think about it anymore. And I think um, what what uh, what what keeps me encouraged is the fact of, of just like you said, chaos and that um, when people reach out to me and say what I said on the podcast, then it's like, damn, people listening to me because, mm-hmm. you you know, I think I think I was just doing my podcasting and then put it out there and I'm like, ain't nobody listening to this. But when people hit me up and say, look, this, you know, I've been through this, too. And, you know, this happened to me. Then I'm like, OK, well, people are listening. Let me continue doing what it is that I'm doing.
0: Right. I, and i love it too it's like like key it can get overwhelming <laughs> cuz people will get real personal i mean and that's been my whole life um for some reason people will come to me with personal stuff even though i didn't solicit for it and i don't mind it because i'm just like hey i'm i'm here to be of service to others that's how i always think um so the podcast is just another way i do that and also to help myself as well cuz i work through a lot of my own stuff while i'm podcasting mm-hmm. but to have that connection with other people where you're creating that safe space for them to come with something very uh, personal and to know that your words impacted them in some way, either to let them know they're not alone or to feel empowered. I think it's just, it's such a great feeling. Like when, you know, you just did powerful. Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in three words, describe yourself and describe your podcast. And I didn't even think of no answer to this question.
1: <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll try to go first. Okay. I'm going to say unfiltered. Mm. Um, I'm going to say. Authentic and fun. Okay. okay. Yeah. I got that when I was listening to you. Mm. That does Thank describe you. You're Thank welcome. you. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I would say transparent. Empowering. And honest. Mm. Cause oh, I be okay. telling my own business, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Get on the mic and I just listened, all the beans. <laughs> I listen to my podcast from today because I didn't. I listen to it like after everybody else. And one of my friends, had, it takes me I'm like you heard that part where you said such and such. I was like, nah. So I went back and listened to. It. I was like, no wonder nobody talking to me today. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
0: I have this thing where I can listen back to my own podcast and it doesn't feel like I'm listening back to myself. It feels mm-hmm. like I'm just I'm just listening back and I'm learning it as I'm listening to. It's like I'm talking to myself from like an outer body experience. But you do have those moments where you're like, oh, my God, I am right. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, um, I would definitely say I'm um very vulnerable on the mic. um, Very honest. And. Hmm. I don't know if I, I don't think I filter myself so much, but I, I'm very, I don't know. I can't think of that, that third word. We're going to circle back to that. (laughs) We're going to circle back around. All right. So, what were your thought processes before you started? Like, did you think it was going to be hard? How did you feel like the whole process of
1: podcasting was going to go? For me, I was terrified because I'm like, First of all, I I didn't know if people really was gonna listen to my show. Mm-hmm. Like, I was shocked that people was listening to it to it for real. Like, I think the first time, no, it wasn't even the first week because the first week I was like, oh, they was being nosy, so that, that's okay.
0: <laughs> but then it was like
1: the third the third week when I had people like tagging me and stuff that I said, mm-hmm. and I was just like, and then it was on. It was men doing it too. I think I was really really shocked of the male support that I have um but the scariest thing for me was I don't know how I'm gonna talk to myself and I was like I don't know why would somebody listen to me talk to myself that was the scariest thing for me but it's been working it's been working what about you Kendra I think um two things uh I like I I, I'm always saying this because I think people don't even believe me but I didn't set out to be a podcaster right? right so for me podcasting was it had became like a hobby and so for me the scariest thing was okay how do I work towards my passion and my hobby that could potentially be lucrative at some point right Mm -hmm. um and just being able to like juggle between the two and also that and then I think I had this fear and that's why I said I, I I told myself when I started it I would be me period and I wouldn't filter it at all. Because, you know, with your passion in life, it could be your job, for example, or, you you know, your career. And you can't necessarily be uh, unfiltered in that sense when you're trying right. to pick up clients and customers, right? So, this is my place where I can just be Kendra. So, even though I said that, I still battled. What I was like, mm, people not gonna like if I say this. Mm-hmm. But then I just kept telling myself, you know what? Who cares? This is your hobby right. too. Just say it. And I'm, I don't have. I don't have, like, real-life friends. Like, I don't have girlfriends I hang with and, t- and talk to and say, oh, girl, this happened, blah, blah, blah. So I have so much to talk about <laughs> that I never knew. And so I'm like, you know what, just do you. And, th- and I just go with that. Every time, anytime I'm thinking about something that I think people may not like, I just remind myself that, you know what, this is yours. You do you, and then you walk away. But for the people who don't like it, they won't listen. And the people who like it, they'll continue to listen.
0: Right. right. I I totally agree. Uh, For me, my first thoughts were, I don't exactly know how to do all this. So when I started, I literally started with, I I brought a Yeti mic and some attachments and I was recording off my phone. Um, And I started with a small platform and I was like, okay, I'm gonna just get on the mic and start talking. And I did it. Um, And it was actually crazy because once I started getting like a little note of, noticed by other people um and started getting invited to other podcasts that's when i became nervous i was comfortable talking you know mm-hmm. on my <laughs> own but i was just like even though i was podcasting i was just like i'm not no podcaster why these people want me to talk <laughs> you right. know on their podcast i don't know nothing about this um but it's been a great experience and it lets me know like it's it's taught me a lot about who I am um as far as how I relate to other people and what I really truly think about other topics, because it's one thing for you to get on the mic and you to talk about certain stuff and you to be solo dolo. But then when you do have those experiences, when you're going out and you're having these conversations on the mic with other people, that's a whole different experience as well. And it teaches you something else. So I don't know. And it's so much. I'm still learning. It's so much. I've been doing it for, I just hit a year, Um, probably like a month or two ago, one of them times, I was back in November. Damn. It's March already.
1: Happy anniversary. <laughs> it's April. Right. April, March. Yes.
0: <laughs> anyway. But uh yeah, so I'm still learning a lot. And I just feel like I'm gonna just continue going until I can't anymore. So one thing that made me want to do this episode is when I first started, I didn't see a lot of women doing it on their own. And then I saw like the evolution of both of you. And I was just like, this is great. Like, it's great because (laughs) we're all doing something like we're all solo women on our mics, right? It's our show. It's nobody else. No, no co-host. No, nothing else Mm -hmm. It's ours. It's our creativity, our thoughts, you know, and then we invite people into that space. But with that being said, that's a uniqueness and we're doing it all in a different way. And so that's why I wanted to have this conversation to show that this there's always room. So mm-hmm. I wanted to get your thoughts on, like, what do you think about women in podcasting and how you see that, you know, growing uh, from your own experience?
1: I've actually had. Am I no, okay. no good. I, I have kids. I have I've been using the mic a little bit because you never know when somebody. Wants, oh, girl, you funny. know, <laughs> but um, I actually had several women inbox me and tell me that now they want a podcast mm-hmm. and ask me, like, what was the process and how did I start? And I've had people tell me that if I didn't start, they probably never would have said they wanted a podcast. So it's like one of those things where you'd be like, your heart just smiled. Like I had one girl, she reached out to me and she was like, I hope it doesn't offend you that sometimes on my podcast, I, I quote you. I All said, right. let me tell you something. It's going to be people that won't listen to me because everybody, it, it's not always the message. Sometimes people won't receive it because it's the messenger. So it's people that I can't touch mm-hmm. and they'll listen to you. And it doesn't matter if you say the exact same thing that I say. And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if I say the same thing that you say, because whoever needs to hear it will hear it. And like she was like, oh, my God, I'm so happy you said that. because I thought you'd be mad at me. And I'm like, I couldn't be mad at you for empowering right. other women. Like that's the real that's goal thing. Yeah. That's the real goal. It's yeah. not about me. Like, so it just made my day that she even thought enough about me to quote me on her show. Right. Like, and thought enough about me to actually say, like, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have a show. Because I'm a baby. Like, I'm an infant podcaster. I think my podcast, like, two months old. So, like, to have somebody say something like that to me when I feel like I'm still winging it, it -hmm. meant a lot. It meant a lot. What about you, Kendra? That's amazing to hear, uh, by the way. Um, I-, I love what you said about, you know, because that's the honest truth, right? Uh, there's people that won't listen to you because for whatever reason, they mean, I even like you may not like share. the way you look, but you still got my message through somebody else. So that's a powerful thing in itself, right? Um, I think uh, for me... I'm excited to see the evolution of women uh podcasters and not just women podcasters, but standalone women podcasters. Yes, specifically. Um, because, yeah. Um, I'm excited to see that. I've had, and and I'm a baby podcaster too, so we're talking about three months in. Um, but I've had women uh launch their podcast shortly after me. And I've had women slide in my DM and say, you know what? You got me so motivated, you keep me motivated with your promos and the things that I here on your podcast i can't wait to get mine started i've had a woman reach out and say hey can i give you a call i, I really want to pick your brain about you know uh podcasting i want to learn some things and i've been able to share the little bit of knowledge that i have onto other women already and it's just started so i think i mean that's that's a, a gift within itself definitely because i mean
0: it could very easily and i think in a lot of spaces it's always this mentality mentality that you know I don't want to help the next one come up because I might be losing something right but Mm -hmm. like you said have the experience where I'm just like I'm telling people what mics I'm using I'm telling you what attachments you might need if you need me to show you I don't know a lot but the things I do know I'm trying to help as much as possible because I want you to have a good experience with this because I think a lot of times um I can't say it's specific to women but people will start you know, this platform, and then they'll fizzle out and they don't want to do it anymore because they're not, it's like the passion isn't there for them to continue doing because they don't have the help. And it's just like, if we do it together, if we kind of learn together, then we can kind of sustain this thing and we don't, we can make room for each other. You know, it's always room. So I just want to not only, you know, on the podcast, promote that, that togetherness and that empowerment, but also like be living that too, like in, in the reality and behind the scenes. So how do you get in your zone? Key, I kind of know a little bit of how you get in yours. Um, But Kendra, how do you get in your zone?
1: Oh my God. So when I I love... I love having guests on my show, but I love podcasting by myself even more mm. because this is how I do it, right? I'll be having a conversation with my sister or I'll have a conversation with um, an associate. I, I mean, I'll, I'll say homie because I, I don't lo- use the word friend loosely. So I'll have a conversation with a homie or something, or I'll have a conversation um, with, or I'll be on Instagram scrolling and I'll see a Mimi and I'll read everybody's comments and then I'll be like, that's it. Turn on my mic. This is how I feel about this. <laughs> <I'm tough. laughs> and I let it out then and there and I walk away. That's exactly how I do it.
0: I love that because I I, I started off doing like solo episodes. Right. And then I slowly, you know, got to doing episodes uh, with other guests. And like I said, it is a different experience with um, I'm, I'm out of state right now. So I had to do a solo episode just so I could have my episode out on time. Um, and I got back on the mic and I was like, you know, after I finished recording, I was like, I don't think this is going to be great. I'll listen back to it. I was just like, you know what, (laughs) you know what you're doing a little bit. And it is a different, it's a different vibe when you're with yourself, because you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. It's like you're following your own thoughts and you're getting into a space where you really just having a conversation. And, And I always imagine somebody else is on the other side of it, but they're just not responding to interrupt or nothing like that. <laughs> like, so I can get every point I want to get out, out. And, you know, express myself fully without having to tailor it to anybody else. And I love that. I love those solo episodes where it's just like, you listening to somebody, a lot of times they might be um, decompressing their own ideas or coming to their own resolutions too on the mic. Because key, you do that a lot.
1: <laughs> That's exactly how mine is. It's mm-hmm. just, I'm just getting some thoughts out. That's yeah. it. And, and the yeah. longest
0: ones. What about you keep with your I,
1: process? Okay. I didn't realize how long my process was until somebody <laughs> shadowed me last week. Mm-hmm. Like I had somebody come to the studio with me. And after we afterwards, she was like, Oh, it took you 45 minutes to do a 10-minute episode. And this is the reason. <laughs> this is the reason why. I'm explaining you the process. So I don't prepare an episode like at all. Now I don't tell other people to do that because it might not work but for me I don't prepare anything at all usually whatever I'm going to talk about it comes to me like either on the way to record mm-hmm. or like on the sh- when I'm in the shower about to go record so um I don't prepare at all so what happens is I go to the studio I pick out the song because I don't know if anybody ever noticed that my intros are never the same song. <laughs> so I pick out a song. When I pick out a song, it takes me about 10 minutes to just pick out a song. And then after I pick out the song, based off of how I feel, I write the affirmation to the music. Mm. So um, because I do that, it does take a little a little bit. And the more I've been doing episodes, like today was episode nine. So um, episode one through for the affirmations were very short in the beginning but right. now my affirmations are like two minutes long look I was like, like
0: I was like she getting these affirmations together honey I hadn't listened to the one today but I did notice um last week I was like nah the fr- from the first one to that one I was like mm-hmm. she's getting she's I could tell you were are finding that groove and you can right like finding what like what time stamps fit your style mm-hmm
1: so once I do the affirmation, I never noticed that my affirmation went with the show. I just do an affirmation until one day, Be Easy was like, "You know, your affirmations always match." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "He was like, even on Siri in my whole, you said you have choices, use them." Like it always makes sense because mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. Even that day, everyone was talking, and I was trying to write my affirmation like right then. I, I don't know if you write, remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. It, people beg me for longer shows and I'm like this 15 minutes took me an hour but okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) like listen y'all trying to have me in the studio all night but I mean and even I remember having like the when you were first you know getting started and everything having the conversation with you and I was trying to project because you know everybody wants to know everybody's process right my process is different, and I love that you stay true to yours because what you're doing is going off that emotion, that feeling, and that's what comes through in your episode. Oh, I
1: skipped something. I you did. Know. I skipped the most important part. Which was I, I didn't I, I did. didn't do it while y'all was in the studio with me that day because I thought it was y'all was going to look at me funny. Okay. I light candles, and I you turn the lights candle. off. Okay,
0: you didn't turn the lights off,
1: but you lit a candle when I was there. Yeah. You? I, 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 I always lit. record. I record in the dark. But I didn't do that with y'all in here because I thought. Be Talk already. about setting a vibe, though. Okay, <laughs> listen. But, uh, let me turn some lights off right now.
0: <laughs> a whole vibe. Um, whew, my process is a uh, production. <laughs> it's not that kind of production, <laughs> but it's a production because, um, like you said, I I go based off emotion, so but it's also like what I feel is hitting in a space for multiple people so I'll it'll come up in a conversation and it's like a light bulb will go off and I'm like okay where can I follow this and from there I have to write it down so I y'all have seen my my outlines
1: um girl yes
0: <laughs>
1: I get my, but I appreciate it though listen, I'm not mad
0: People talk about my outlines all the time, but I'm just like, this is how I organize my thoughts, because if not, then I can definitely get on the mic and forget something important that I wanted to say or something important that I wanted to ask. And I don't want to do that. But it's also to help me conceptualize the topic, right? Making sure that whatever I'm talking about is relevant to how I feel, how the other person may feel, how the audience, you know, may feel and what's going on during that time. So, once I finish you know writing that I usually set everything up uh whether now lately a lot I've been recording on my own instead of going to the studio because it's just like you know with schedules being how they are it's just easier for me to do it that way and I get my coffee (laughs) because lately I've been tired (laughs) I get my coffee and I just go with it and let it take me wherever it's going to take me. And sometimes that means I might be on the mic for an hour. Sometimes it might be longer depending on the topic. It also depends on who I'm talking to as well. So a lot of times Mm -hmm. I tell people that even though I've made this lengthy outline, that we decide the conversation. Right. Once we start talking, I'm going based off of like the vibe, the energy, and where I feel like more questions or less questions need to be asked and what needs to be talked about the most, you know? So that's my process. (laughs) Um, What's something you hear people say often about podcasts in general?
1: That is their passion? That is their passion. I've heard, well, do you mean like as in just the listeners or podcasters themselves? You can do both. As listeners, I've heard so many people tell me that they couldn't find a podcast that kept their attention. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I send them a list of podcasts. they like, oh, you want to something? I'm like, yeah. Because, like, I listen to podcasts before I watch TV. And for a long time, a lot of people didn't understand how I could do that. Like, they didn't want to listen to somebody talk. But I'm like, you listen to somebody talk when you watch a TV show? Technically, it's the same thing. But they say, like, a lot of voices are monotone. Nobody I listen to has a monotone voice. So, like, we just changed the narrative. All of us just changed the narr- None of us sound like that. Right. Um, so I didn't some people on the podcast, and I just mine. like like I could give you a list of other people to listen to, so it's not just me, you know. Right. We <laughs> just
0: traded some the other day, me and you. We right. Like, hey,
1: to this person you listen to. This person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Kendra? Um, I think for me, um. Since I wasn't uh, before I was a podcaster, I wasn't a podcast listener either. So I, I already had resonated with people who don't listen to podcasts, you know. Because mm-hmm. my thing was, uh, for me, I just thought in my head, podcasting is boring. I'm not about to listen to nobody talk, right? But I didn't know that podcasts could be. Anything. I didn't know you could do a podcast for 10 minutes. I did I thought all podcasts was one hour, you know. Right. Um, so going into it, I had those thoughts myself, you know. <laughs> and I think mm-hmm. when I interact with other podcasters, I think what I hear most is podcasting is their passion. That's why I said that first. Like podcasting is their passion. And I think nobody really understands me when I say it's not my passion. It's something that I enjoy doing, and I think I'm kind of good at it, but it's that doesn't mean it's my my passion. And I think um other podcasters really don't resonate with me when they hear that.
0: I kinda I get it, cause I hmm. I don't necessarily think podcasting is my passion. I think podcasting is my vehicle, right? Okay. So I started it because I wanted to get my message out because I knew I had like good content, but I didn't know how to Based on the audience and the type of, you know, how people consume information, I didn't know how to really get it out there. And then when someone presented me with the platform of podcasts, and I was just like, it's worth a try. And I, yeah. I love it. I'm not saying I don't. But at the end of the day, what I love most is being able to get my message out. That's my passion. Mm-hmm. You know, my words, my thoughts, my, you know, emotions, that's my passion. Empowering other people and giving them a safe space is my passion so podcasting is just just something especially when you talk about all the technical stuff that go into it that's just something I do okay (laughs) because it can get it's not it's just not especially I mean it can be fun but it can also be overwhelming because you're just like, okay, now that I got I to edit. Okay, now I finished editing the episode. Now I got to, you know, create the promo. Now I, I mm-hmm. finished creating the promo. Now I got to post it. Make sure I post it on time. All right, now I got to make sure I respond to the people that said, uh-huh. it's a lot. <laughs> Social uh-huh. media is a whole nother ball game mm-hmm. when it comes to that. And it's just like, it can go from fun to hectic and chaotic real quick, you know, and yeah i'm gonna leave that then we're gonna get (laughs) (laughs) better um but yeah i was i was a listener of podcasts before i started um like yuki i will put on a podcast before i put on tv sometimes in Mm -hmm. my i I probably won't put on tv for a couple of days in my house just listening and catching up on podcasts because i do have times when i don't listen to them um, just because, like I said, I don't want to absorb too much and feel like I'm being inadvertently influenced in the topics I choose, right. um, but also, like, it's just something about a podcast that helps me get up in the morning, too, mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, so I definitely get what you say um, when you said that, you know, you turn other people who would not be on to podcast onto podcasts, and also, like, the male response like you said earlier i have more male listeners than i do women listeners which shocked the heck out of me because i was just like why (laughs) i'm all black women over here (laughs) (laughs) um but um i had somebody explain it to me and i get it but it's just it's great to know that as a podcaster and somebody who's using it as a vehicle that it is doing what it's supposed to be doing Mm. um what events do you think influence your interest in starting a podcast? Like I know y'all said like, you know, things leading up to that, but like do you feel like any events in your life personally um influence you to want to talk and want to speak and want to empower and different things like that?
1: I went to the Joe Budden podcast live like 2000, because we had, you know, we in a Panda Express right now. But um, like, so it wasn't <laughs> last year. <laughs> uh-huh. It wasn't last year. It was 2019. Um, I went to one of his live podcast recordings. And here's the thing. Anybody that's new to me, they may not understand that Joe Budden is my favorite person. Like, ever. Ever. Besides, like, my <laughs> yeah, I think you got it's a lot real. of favorite people. I don't know.
0: I no, follow you on social but I'm TV. not.
1: See, though, no, the thing with Joe Budden, I'm not attracted to Joe Budden. Okay, I, I love I love his creativity. I love him as a creator, so okay. it's like he's my favorite person ever. But anyway, back to what I was saying. I was getting off topic. <laughs> I'm off topic, but I'm off topic because I <laughs> all in. I get that passion when I talk about it. Okay, so they passed me the mic because my boyfriend at the time he raised his hand because they asked if anybody have a question. He raised it for me because he knew. That was my favorite person. They gave me the mic and I froze up and I couldn't say anything. So I gave the mic back. The person behind me asked the question. It was like, I want to start a podcast and I don't know what to do. Mm And the thing was, I had actually reached out to two or three people on Instagram like the week before and asked the same question. They gave me the same information I had Google. It didn't really help me at all because <laughs> I'm a re- I'm a researcher. Yes. So like, it wasn't that you know some people ask the questions because they don't want to do the work. It wasn't that I didn't want to do the work. I did do the work, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how to apply it. If that right. made any sense, you need the details. So the, the I needed details. details. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the person asked the question, it was a guy standing right behind me, and Joe M- Joe Budding got the mic, and he was like, this is the year of creators, and he went into this whole spiel. and as he was talking, like, before I knew it, I was crying, because I was like, this is what I needed to hear, mm. like, right here, like, he, he basically, he didn't go into, like, the details, but, like, he affirmed how I already was feeling, because he was like, it's somebody in here whose message needs to be heard, mm. and this is the year that you're going to find out how to give your message. And I didn't, I didn't like find it out in 2019. That's the thing. Like, but I did find it out within a year of me actually going to the, pod, like to the um, recording because mm-hmm. that next year I hit up be easy. And I was like, I got an idea. <laughs> and he was like, what's up? I was like, you know, my curl speak. Why is that not a pie podcast? Don't that sound like I supposed to be talking <laughs> and he was like call me tonight and that's how it started so that moment I needed to be there now it does suck that I did lose my opportunity to talk to my favorite guy but I feel like one day in life I'm gonna get the opportunity again there'll be more it right. will be right. more yes yeah yes. full
0: circle that's gonna be a full circle moment when you mm-hmm. get the opportunity again and you get to tell him Mm. what you
1: just told us
0: because this sound like a little soundbite girl you listen some energy <laughs> up on this mic here right. like, manifest some stuff okay <laughs> all right Kendra um follow I, that up
1: <laughs> yeah I know I can't follow that up I'm gonna let you know that right now I cannot follow up with that one um <laughs> um for me It was, like like I said, I started that page as an outlet. It wasn't even started as a podcast page. It was started as like a personal slash vlog page, you know, on Instagram. Um, And I think um, it wasn't, I can't say it was one specific moment that I was like, yeah, I need to do this podcast thing. But other podcasters were telling me Mm -hmm. after coming on their show, you need to just do your own podcast. You need to do your own podcast. Um, And I don't just do anything without researching it or seeing, you know, learning some things on my own. And so like, I'm doing my research. I'm listening to other podcasts. I'm listening to other women. I'm listening to men. Um, I'm watching podcasts and getting, you know, my creative juices flowing. And, And what I, what, what I seen was I don't see, or I don't hear anybody that is speaking And I don't even want to say like my point of view, but I'm hearing a lot of the same opinions and I'm not Mm -hmm. saying it's a bad thing, but my opinion is usually the unpopular opinion. So Mm -hmm. I wasn't hearing a lot of that. So I was like, you know what? Go ahead and put your unpopular opinion out there. Just go ahead and do it. So I can't say it was one particular thing, but all of those things um, in one kind of, you know, convinced me to just go ahead and get the ball rolling with that.
0: Right, so you gave yourself permission. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's like you know what? Ain't nobody doing this. Let me go ahead and just slide on in here and go ahead yeah. and help them out. <laughs> um, whew. so like I said, it started off as a blog. Um, and I got away from it. Um, being in a relationship, and I was going back to school um working and work was getting crazy. It was just like a lot of crazy, just a whole bunch of high energy stuff and stuff that needed my attention and everything else. So I got away from being creative. And so once my relationship ended, I started back getting in my bag as far as like writing. And then like something quiet as they told me it was just like you should think about starting a podcast. And then once I started hearing it from other people, um, that's when I kind of knew that it was coming from a different place, like a high, a higher place, you know. In my opinion, mm-hmm. and I decided to take that leap. And once I first got on the mic, it, like I said, it just felt like it felt like it was w- something I was supposed to be doing. But I always think that if I had not gone through a lot of the things that I went through leading up to that, I wouldn't have had anything to talk about because a lot of the first episodes um, I did, and some of the episodes I still do, are based on my blog posts, mm-hmm. and those blog posts are talking about like you know, some hard stuff, like and some difficult stuff that I had to process and go through. So I always appreciate, you know, those hard moments in my own life, because I'm able to bring them to life and, and to shed some light on them, you know, on my own show. So does your close family listen to your podcast? Yes,
1: my mama listens, like last week, I think it was like, you know, I didn't release a show last week, I did a live. Mm. because I had COVID so I couldn't go to the studio to record so I did a lot and like my mom was like on the phone with her friend and she was like wait something is wrong something is off and I could hear her talking on the phone and then she came in the room and she was like it's Thursday something is off she was like I didn't listen to your show yesterday oh my and I was God. just like it, like, not only does my mom listen to it, her best friend listens to it and her best friend is like 10 years older than her. So I got people that's listening to my show like that's like much older than me. Mm-hmm. Like um, my mama showed me a text message where her best friend told her boyfriend, like, baby I'm single. Well, not her boyfriend, cause she said she's <laughs> single. But um, like, like, it was just like, it's, I think everybody, my aunt listens to my show. I think the only person that doesn't listen to my show is my grandma. And that's because she doesn't know how.
0: You know, it's it's always a technology gap somewhere up in there. Right. It's okay, we're we, you know, we gonna work with
1: that a little bit. And I kind of <laughs> told my people not to show her how because like some of I the stuff yeah. I've been talking about, I don't <laughs> know. Like. grandma. Don't even know that. Girl, grandma,
0: I can give you the Let's snippets keep... right here, the synopsis. Yeah. She can see the promos,
1: they got the applications <laughs> um, you. I would have to say probably not. Not that I'm aware of. I think my mom listened to like my first two episodes. Um, but I don't, not that I know of anybody is listening to them, no. How would you and feel I, if they I kinda came I kind of like it that way.
0: How would you feel if your mom came up to you or, your, you know, somebody, a uh, higher... You know up in the ranks in your family oh family. yeah yeah uh, so this know. here's
1: the thing with my family that the what y'all hear on um coffee with Kendra that's Kendra so my family will listen to that and not be a shock of anything Got at you. all you know they're never going to be like oh my god Kendra I didn't know this they this they already they already know so right I don't think it would be any shock factor to that if anything they might learn something about my personal business if they didn't know before
0: <laughs> right because we be telling it all y'all y'all right
1: <laughs> we gotta say
0: something <laughs> <laughs> um, I my sit well. Um, my best friend listens. My sister, when she can, she listens. Um, as far as like my mom and my oldest sister, I don't know. I suspect my oldest sister does. She don't say nothing. She one of one. She'll 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 listen, but she wouldn't say anything to me. <laughs> <about it. laughs> because mm-hmm. I do have some topics that is just like I'm the youngest in my family. I'm the baby and everything, and I'm known as the quiet one as well and I don't share as much so for me to have a platform like this I'm pretty sure some other people in my family that have been listening um I have some distant cousins um that I know who listen um and I'm pretty sure they got their own opinions about you know some of the topics and some of the stuff I say um (laughs) but I tell everyone it's like I'm I'm being vulnerable i'm I'm choosing and intentionally choosing to share stuff with you so it's nothing that i say that anybody can shame me for or make me feel right. bad about because i i own it you know so mm-hmm. um if my family ever did come to me or my mom ever did come to me and she you know asked me about something that i put out you know we'll have the conversation <laughs> so <laughs> what is the hardest or most uncomfortable episode that you have to that you have done thus far
1: for me, Siri and my home. Why was that? <laughs>
0: I can tell you were a little uncomfortable on that one, actually. Um The feedback I
1: got off of that show, um, <laughs> because, yeah, uh, it was people. I had people asking me where they were on the roster. Did they make it? And then I had to say they, they weren't on the roster at all. It, it was like one of those things where I got. I had to have very hard conversations the day that they came out. Um, well, you know that might be a good thing. No, yeah, I mean, they they didn't make tryouts, but it was like one of those things I didn't think I ever was gonna have to say. And so they heard the show, and um, yeah, the show today though, you know what? It might top that. You have to listen to today's <laughs> show because I said oh, I, I was I was in my bag like I, like I, I had heard some feelings.
0: Yeah, I um, already decided. I was like, um, I saw, I know it comes out on Wednesday, so I always know, and I'm subscribed to both of y'all. So I'm like, okay, on my commute, this is what I'm gonna put on. I'm gonna switch it up when I have to commute back. <laughs> mm-hmm. So,
1: um, yeah, Kendra, what about you? Um, I don't, I, I don't think I have had a, a um, um, a tough episode just yet. I think. Uh, yeah I, I i do a lot of of promo and like i hop on like all of my followers lives like i'll h- try to like support everyone yeah. um and i think yesterday i was on a live that was just a little bit tough because i felt like everyone was had a, a the opposite opinion of mine mm. and so i don't want to say attacked because i was not being attacked <laughs> and i love these people and they love me um but you know everybody was like kind of against what i was saying and i kind of felt just a little bit back into the corner, but I stood firm with my opinion and what it is that I feel, and and, and I let them know no one can change that. Uh, right. But that was just alive, and I and I think, uh, but I think that's been the the toughest. Thing that i've been a part of when it comes to podcasting i think um and then anytime that i'm uh, hit with a topic that i uh am uncomfortable with talking about like i think sometimes when i do podcasts with guys i definitely have to tell them up front that i'm not going to discuss my sex life so i've been hit off guard with some of those were you questions. hit me with that
0: i was like i am not i do not you know i don't mind that because you have yeah. to be true to what you want to talk about
1: yeah. And see, I can talk about sex open and vaguely, like in conversations. But when you right. ask me my personal sex life and, and things that I enjoy, like that's not going to be a conversation that I want to have. Um, and I think I've been hit with those uh, accidentally. That's why I learned ahead of time. Now, when I do podcasts, I have mm-hmm. to let them know, look, we don't discuss mm-hmm. this. Um, I think uh, that's kind of put me on the spot. And then you kind of don't want to be like the party pooper. So you kind of got to kind of wink it to a degree yeah. and I think I've had to do that a couple times you know as a new podcaster
0: I mean and you definitely have to it's like we still have our boundaries and that's something mm-hmm. I'm learning too it's just like um I haven't ran into much of mine yet because my whole thing is like okay I'm here and I don't mind sharing I don't mind being vulnerable because I'm going to always choose how much I, I'm going to share with you right so whether the topic be sex or anything else I'm going to choose how much of that you get access to with that being said, I think that, you know, as podcasters and working with other podcasters, we have to be considerate of other people's boundaries mm-hmm. as well as our own, too, because not everybody is going to want to talk about or find it interesting what you want to talk about or not everybody is going to feel comfortable with some of these topics, because a lot of the stuff I talk about can be touchy. And if I um have a particular hard episode, I always make sure I check in like multiple times. So I do the same with you know, others. I have to. And it's like, cause I know if it's hard for me, it's mm-hmm. going to be hard for the person that I'm going to be, you know, having that conversation with. So one of my hardest ones would be the mommy and the daddy issues um, series. So it started off as me like processing my own stuff. And then when I had conversations with other people, I realized that this was something that, you know, I needed different perspectives on to have like, A well-rounded conversation um my mommy issues episode was a lot harder than my daddy issues episode just because the nature of how we treat mom right and I had to fight myself the whole time to like be keep myself open and keep myself honest to my experiences and to you know the the truth of you know what I perceive to be mommy issues in my own life Um, And I had to also make sure that I was considering those boundaries um, of my guests as well and not trying to trigger any trauma that they might have had in their own experiences, because some of this stuff can be um, traumatic stuff that I talk about at least. Um, So I would say that was my hardest and a little bit uncomfortable (laughs) um, episode, but I'm glad I had it. Um, The first sex episode I did was also a little bit uncomfortable and I chose to have it because I was uncomfortable talking about sex. And I wanted to make the subject not as taboo as you know we as a society uh, try to make it sometimes. So, yeah. What was the easiest one, or what was the one that you had the most fun on? Mm.
1: It's the audacity for me was the <laughs> easiest one
0: because it's just the, the whole one. phrase is just fun. So when I I was it, so I was, I, I pissed when I
1: recorded that, like I was so pissed off when i had recorded that like everything i had said was like up to date like like mm-hmm. the the audacity was buy one get one free and it's on sale today they got they stemmy and i can tell oh, i can tell because it's still on sale it's still mm-hmm. on sale
0: <laughs> <That> was- <laughs> you would think mm-hmm. that jack up the price people got a little bit money and they probably nah
1: it's still on mm-hmm. sale. they they still on sale. but it's that's the 21. one you put on when
0: somebody didn't got on your nerves and you just like, you know what, let me, it's when they in the car with you too. And you just like, you know, let me go ahead and put this on. Cause you mm-hmm. you think you got the one for today. Okay. <laughs> uh what about you, Kendra? Um.
1: Hmm.
0: Relax, heal, and embrace a better you. Spa Danny offers quality yet affordable massages customized just for you. Let Danny create a space for you to hit the pause button. Who doesn't need that at the start of 2021? Why not start today? You can call or text at 843-687-2079. That's 843-687-2079. You can also message her on her business page at spa_danny_ underscore on Instagram. Or follow her on Facebook at Spa Danny LLC. You can also book online at spadanyexperience.com. That's spadanyexperience.com. Treat yourself, be good to yourself, and let 2021 be a whole vibe.
1: I think one of the funnest episodes I've done was. I forgot what it was called, <laughs> but it was one of my episodes where I was just talking about um, how, where we place money as a society, like, you know, mm-hmm. how, how much we need to talk about getting this bag um, mm-hmm. and not actually having like self-fulfillment and self-happiness within. Um, and that was a fun conversation. Cause like, like I said, I, I talked about some real shit, but It was funny because of the way how I talked about it, you know, and I mentioned that guy, you know, where is where the money reside? Where the money? Remember, (laughs) I talked about him, too. So it was funny, but it was real. It's a real
0: message, and you packaged it in a fun way. I mean, because really, like you said, and I, I listened to – I didn't finish the whole one, but I did listen to some of it, and you were just calling out the fact that the value we place on it and the fact that, you know, people feel more valuable if they have it, and people mm-hmm. are made to feel less valuable if they don't. It's like, no, your, your value mm-hmm. is your value, and you should know that you are yes. worthy with or without these things. They're just attachments. So I loved. I love a lot of y'all messages. I I don't know if that's coming across. Thank you. (laughs) For me being, you know, someone who, how can I say this? Me being someone who in my own life is the one that empowers a lot, the one that encourages a lot. I have to listen to podcasts to get my fix, you know, because sometimes you can't, I do have great friends. um, let me let me clarify. <laughs> Nobody hit me up like, girl. I be feeding into you. Yes, I have amazing friends, but sometimes when my battery is low and I just need like that encouragement, that affirmation, mm-hmm. or that good conversation that I feel like I can relate to, I have to turn on a podcast that I feel like is going to put me in that that mood, that vibe. And mm-hmm. sometimes that doesn't come from you know a lot of the bigger podcasts. So that's why I love like. The fact that we're up and coming and we're speaking these, mm-hmm. ma- I know that they can go so far. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. What's a common misconception other people make about your podcasting
1: venture? <laughs> I'm gonna go first with that one. Um, you leaned all the way back. What? You? <laughs> I feel like a lot of people misinterpret my con- uh, my content, um, and what I mean by that is I just got out of a really really bad breakup. Mm. and i feel like they feel like a lot of the stuff that i say i throw off which is i mean if the shoe fit but it's not it's not um right. he's not the only man i ever had exactly. so everything i say is not in reference to that but because it's so fresh i feel like people do relate it to him but the good thing about it i'm in everybody's group chat like so when they feel that way like letter to my ex to be honest it was the most listened to podcast I have recorded for weeks. Like just recently, and I think it's because be easy on. My, he told me like last week, like I'll be talking, I'll be like, go listen to number five, um, Siri and my hope He said now see, that one is the leading one, but for a long time, letter to my ex was, and when you listen to the letter, it wasn't mean at all. But I think the okay. title of it, everyone was expecting one thing. And it was like everybody was sharing it and they was posting it in their group chats and they was doing this, that, and the third. And then mm-hmm. I don't know if they was disappointed. But if I was them, I would have kind of been disappointed because <laughs> my message wasn't mad at all. Right. Like it was totally different. Um, So with me, even with my last episode I just recorded, I feel like they think I'm throwing off. But that's what happens. I'm a poet, too. So. Um, I remember this one thing that my daughter's father told me one time because he's a poet and he was like, maybe you should treat me better if you don't want what I write to be the way that it is. Mm. And as a creator, you take a chance dealing with creators anyway, because, you know, uh, you hear those rap songs, you hear those rap songs where uh, the girl is on the voicemail crying. Uh huh. But she never thought, you know, like that, that was going to happen, but you took that chance dealing with a creator that that would happen to you. Right. Um, so like I'm transparent in my journey and I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes. I'm trying to help people not go where I've been. Mm-hmm. It's not to throw off. So that's the, the misconception is that I want somebody to feel bad when in reality, I want everybody to feel better.
0: And I want to tell my the truth, <laughs> right? right. Can I and I deserve
1: this? to be able to do that freely, right. right?
0: So I definitely understand that. I feel like <laughs> um, the same thing kind of happened with me. But then when people understood, like, I, like you said, like I listen, this ain't the only person I've ever dated. Like that's number one. Right? <laughs> number two, a lot of this stuff, if you actually listen to the words and you listen to the episode, it's about me connecting with myself, not me, you know, being bitter. And what I realized, that, you know, in my own uh, evolution was I went from trying to watch my words so much to just being honest. So it's like if like you said, if it, if it hit you, it hits right. you. <laughs> I was not throwing it directly at you. But if it fit, then, you know, it is what it is. But I'm going to speak whatever truth I feel is going to be for the best healing on my own and for my audience. Uh, what about you, Kendra?
1: Yeah, um, I think it is the fact that people think that they know me because mm. they listen to my podcast. And it's not at all saying that I'm inventing a character on my podcast because that's who I am. But you know me to a degree. You don't know me because you listen to Coffee with Kendra. You know stories of that I've shared with you, but you don't know me. Mm. Um, I think, and and I think that... I always say men and women, they like to sometimes take one line from one of my podcasts and paint this out to who I am. Uh, like, for example, I've done several podcasts where I kind of speak to a degree that I don't want to say like I expect a man to pay for everything, but in my dating life, those are the type of men who I deal with. Um, I was brought up by my mom and father, um, that, you know what, this is what men do. So that's the type of men that I date. And I kind of, I don't want to use the word expect, but because I know the men are not like that. That's your standard. Every that. Yeah, exactly. And so they take lines like that and then go and say, "Oh, Kendra just wants a man with money," and it's like that's not what I'm saying at all. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to paint me out to be uh, this gold digger, so to speak. When in 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 my opinion, I that's the type of man that I want. And and why is it not okay to want that kind of man? Right. Just because you disagree with it doesn't mean it's wrong.
0: Right. Um. So
1: I think when it comes to my podcasting, that's What the misconception is is that they'll take this one line and say, Oh, this is who Kendra is, and it's like, No, there's too many layers to me. You're never going to figure out who I am if you listen to every podcast, right? Um, and so uh, yeah, I would have to say, Um, that's definitely, um, one of the the yes,
0: (laughs) oh girl, you. So another one for me is, um, like I said, I call out certain things that I feel like make people uncomfortable because I feel like that's where the growth is. Right. Sex was one of those things um, for a while. Like I've never been one to be like out outwardly open about it. But I, I mean, I'm a sensual person. That doesn't necessarily mean I'm sexual. But once I started talking about it, I saw the difference in like how people were starting to interact with me. And so based off of, like, a few episodes or a few things I say, now you're sexualizing me. Mm-hmm. You ain't even really listen to what I said, mm-hmm. you know. Or I share a clip, mm-hmm. and you just assume that you know what the rest of the episode is about. And it's right. like, no, did you actually go and listen to me? Yes. Like, did you actually mm-hmm. take the time to have the conversation with me? Because that's what I promote. Um, but a lot of people, they'll get in their mind that I'm one way. And once they actually do take the time to listen, they'll realize, like, okay wait she was talking about something totally different like, mm-hmm. or if she was yeah. it, she did it in a way that I wasn't expecting and it's just like you when you you run the risk of just being wrong whenever you just take stuff at first glance and that's what a lot of people do especially with women in podcasting I think it's so much more normal for for men to have podcasts um, mm-hmm. or it's more acceptable in a lot of ways but for some reason, when a woman chooses to have like this kind of a platform, it's like, oh, she must be trying, she must be trying to get over a hurt, or she must be yeah. trying to do this or trying to do that. And this is like I'm just talking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: just, right.
0: Just trying to share my create creative energy with the world. Like mm-hmm. that's it. hmm so, Yeah. <laughs> what was the hardest aspect about starting?
1: I didn't know any of the Technical part of it, like I was like totally lost. So I'm thankful that I knew be easy because like it was like I made a phone call. He put me on a three way call with CL, and it was like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. And like I, I'm, I'm not okay. I'm a creator. I have the voice, but like when it comes to my hands and like the techie part, that's not me. So like with my promos, I got somebody that I pay to do my promos. With my um photo shoots, I got somebody that do my photo shoot. So like, and then I got the easy. He is my engineer, my producer. That's Joe. We did it. Like, so with that being said, like it was more of I'm thankful that I had people that believe in me because like they made it easy. It was like just show up.
0: That's
1: all I had to do. But when I was thinking about the whole process, I was like, Well, it's not gonna sound right if I do it on my phone. And okay so what if nobody don't listen to it and uh, like it was like all of that like i down talked the whole process for like months like i was supposed to start this like a year ago and i just was so far in my head when all i had to do was make a phone call they'll
0: say that you started exactly when you were supposed to start you're right you're right you started exactly when you were supposed to <laughs> time, <right? laughs> what's you
1: kendra I-, I think for me uh the hardest part was I didn't really like I had no clue like really where to start you know like and I had to I, I learned mostly everything on my own and the the help that I did get crazy enough was from other me and podcasters. It was like, Oh, you're going to start. Here's what you're going to need. You're going to need this. You know what? Are you free? You can do a zoom call. I'll help you out with this. I have another guy that's going to help. Well, he's going to zoom call me at some uh, later date, but I was, I, I put on my story. Like, I don't know how to edit from the computer. I edit from my phone. He's like, look, I can zoom you and I'll walk you through. Um, and it's been from me and podcasters, you know, that have reached out and have offered help, uh, to me, um, that I, that I've learned, you know, what mic to use and, you know, the, the things that I did learn were from them. And then a lot of stuff just literally came from myself. Like Mm -hmm. I just, I had nobody really to like ask because I was a fresh podcaster. So, um, I think just learning where to start, um, like even like, how do I get my, uh, podcast, on spotify like how do i get it to where people <laughs> listen like i didn't even know that um and and i kept here i would see people say i'm finally on iheart radio and i was like what the hell you got to do to get on iHeartRadio? radio little did i know the same thing you had to do for spotify yeah. <laughs> so and, and everybody knows something different so right. for someone else it may have been difficult to be on iHeartRadio, radio but for someone else it may have been just a push of a button so just right. learning every little thing on my own, uh, I think you know was just getting it, just
0: getting it together was. Uh, it was <laughs> <difficult>. <laughs> I am with you on the difficult part. Um, <laughs> okay, a phone and a a, a mic. Uh, that's where I started from. Now I started here. with just a phone. <laughs> oh my! Oh girl. Um, but yes. Yeah, so I had the encouragement um from the guys, of course, and then like they started me off. They told me the platform, so I started on Anchor and um i think they they showed me something else so I, then i did my research right so i was like okay what's the best mic to start off with and i did you know the ones with the best review and i went from there and then i was like okay well now i need to know how to make my sound quality better i need to know how to promote i need to know how to you know do all this other stuff so it's like a continuous research that has to go into it and from there um once uh some of our bros they started their own podcast once they started learning stuff because some stuff I'm just not I don't even know where to look sometimes you know (laughs) but they they were you know kind enough to reach back and was like hey we just did this did you do you know about this yet and I'm like no I ain't know about this let me me check into this blah 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 and so now that I've gotten better at like certain parts I know where to look for certain stuff and I know how to like keep evolving slowly but surely (laughs) you know so um it, it's it's definitely a process and it was difficult for me to feel uh, comfortable doing it another thing that also helped was like I didn't know like in my area there was a podcast like um, a small but it's a podcast community so once I connected with those individuals I was able to go into their spaces and see how they conduct business and see what kind of equipment they use and see how they you know operate and I was able to apply that to my platform you know in my own way as well so just having direct and indirect mentorship and also like I love the fact that even though it was difficult like I had some part of like doing it on my own because I do I always want to learn just in case something does happen like and I'm somewhere where I can't be you know where I want to be and I have to record I'm able to do it so yeah that was probably the hardest part I got about getting started and probably one of the hardest parts about continuing if I'm being honest um what was the response when you let other people know that you were starting
1: everybody was supportive like when I let them know because it was like one of those things I was like one of those people that like kept going viral on Facebook like I write three words Mm -hmm. and then like it'll get like 2,000 shares I'd be like, when I write like a whole paragraph, I don't care. But anyway, like, <laughs> like so so that kept happening. So like when um, I said I wanted a podcast and like I said, my mommy group, they had been trying to talk me into it. They didn't even know that I was interested in it. I just didn't know how to say, like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to tell them, oh, I want to do it. I just don't know what to do. So I just kind of act like I didn't. Oh, you want me to do that? I never thought about it. Like, I just act like that. But right. in reality, I was just lost. Um, it was... <laughs> one of those things like oh finally I got that a lot like (laughs) a lot
0: yeah (laughs) what about you Kendra
1: I think for me as far as like my family goes I think they was just like so why okay you you gonna get paid oh okay you know no one really cared and and at the same time I wasn't it, I wasn't going around saying hey everyone I'm starting a podcast but it, when it was mentioned those are the reactions that I got so they don't really give a damn um but the support that I got from other podcasters on Instagram was insane like yes. they were literally like yes finally like you did it like yes you know and so that was encouraging uh within it itself to just like you guys don't even know me and you supported me so that was amazing
0: right um some the- sometimes i feel i find your circle can be a little slow to the race right they get the last ones to show up sometimes but eventually or sometimes they won't like you said key mm-hmm. like sometimes people will never support you just because you're the you know messenger or just because they feel right. like they already know you you know or mm-hmm. they already know what you're about so they don't check out your material and i learned from um from my blogging that you know i don't i don't pay attention to the support whether it's there or not because i know if the content is good the support to come. So I focus mm-hmm. on that. As far as like the response goes, I had a lot more response from like I had response from like the big people in my life, but as far as like, you know, <sighs> Other people in my circle, it was just like, OK, girl, <laughs> you know, and then when I, I bring up a topic that they feel passionate about, that's when they'll tap into it. Or mm-hmm. that's when, you know, I'll get that support or that's when I'll get that feedback um, that a lot of us really want, because we want to know that we're on the right track. Right. don't mm-hmm. uh, know that from the people that we trust the most. But sometimes you just have to know inherently that you got it and keep going forward and not focus on like who who is in the race with you.
1: And I, and I think that's what works for me. I think, uh, I wasn't surprised, you know, I think, I think my whole life story is people trying to put me in a box and never understanding why I don't fit in that box. Like you think, you mm-hmm. know, like, no, it was like you doing the podcast that doesn't fit you, but you don't even know you know all the layers right, to me you right. think that doesn't fit me but mm-hmm. look I just became a podcaster tomorrow I might go bungee jump I don't know mm-hmm. who right who I am so right. don't ever think you know me and and I and I'm you can fit me in this box or judge me by my looks or what you've heard on one podcast and you you got it because it, it never works out
0: right because for most people in my experience I'm a shy girl right I'm the one that didn't talk much when they, you know, knew me. Or, you know, we follow people on social media because this is where we promote our stuff, right? We follow Mm -hmm. people on social Mm -hmm. media that we knew when we were teenagers. So Mm -hmm. a lot of the time it's just like, Y'all don't know me. Right. (laughs) Right. You You knew me me when I was twenty five. You don't (laughs) know me anymore. (laughs) I'm not twenty (laughs) five. Or you knew me when I was 10. Like (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um (laughs) But, you know, it's very interesting because the response I got was, oh, my God, you got a good voice. You sound good Mm -hmm. on the mic. You know, um, you sound like you're supposed to be doing this. And it was shock. And I was just like. Well, if you knew me, these are the same conversations I'm bringing to the mic. I'm, I've been having with my friends for years. Like, they're not shocked because they already know, like, I have the capacity to talk at this level, to be quote unquote wise or to be, you know, encouraging. They know that this is my normal speech pattern. You, because, you know, as an outsider, you're shocked because you don't really know me. Right. <laughs> so that's something I've had to uh, deal with as a response as well. Have y'all ever received any negative feedback so far?
1: The most negative feedback I've gotten was the fact that, you know what? I felt like you was getting into your bag and then the show was over. Like, I don't understand. (laughs) That's a good thing, (laughs) (laughs) Like, as soon as I was getting into it, you stopped talking. I feel like you could have gave me more. And I'm like, well... I'm talking to myself so that 15 minutes I'm glad you got that <laughs> I, it will, I have some eight minute shows I've came a long way <laughs> <laughs> but keep on wanting
0: too it's like <laughs> meet me next week yeah. right more, I,
1: I think uh the worst feedback I've gotten so far is that I was capping you know quote-unquote I'm capping because I said um what was it for Oh, because I said, if my in the episode that I did on someone else's podcast, um, I said, if my boyfriend lends me money, I'm not obligated to pay him back. Mm-hmm. And I feel that way, right? Because you ain't. Right. So you're my boyfriend, right? Um, you, my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody posted and was like, oh, she capping. She knows she got to pay it back. And I was like, okay. How you so doing? that's the worst feedback that I'm. That's what. That's what I'm saying.
0: Like, <laughs> are you expecting your little <laughs> okay bonky, bonky bag? Okay, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's all I'm saying. But yeah, I think yeah. that was the worst. It I think wasn't it, that bad.
0: Uh, negative feedback. The most negative I got was my sound, and I'm just like, look, y'all gonna have to work with me, okay? Because <laughs> at the end of the day started from the bottom and now we we getting somewhere <laughs> <laughs> i ain't gonna say we there yet right but we're getting somewhere with it um but unless you want to invest some money into this equipment okay, okay. you trying <laughs> because, to sponsor this okay I need some sponsors <laughs> okay um but no that's the the most and I, I love that feedback because it lets me know um whether I'm getting better or I'm getting worse so I hadn't gotten that you know any feedback going virtual is always a you know, a, a process because you always have, you know, platforms that either give you good audio, sometimes it gives you good audio, sometimes audio isn't great, and then I just really started editing my own podcast, because I would not editing, oh, I was just posting y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I just started editing a couple of months ago, so like having that control to um, fix my levels and stuff like that, um, I love getting the feedback that lets me know what I need to improve on, because it helps me just get better and better. But I know that the other kind of negative feedback, if I want to get to um, actually pushing this podcast and making it a big thing, I know that's coming to people who are just going to disagree with your views, disagree with your topic, Mm -hmm. not like you for whatever reason, you caffing you ain't nothing this is what's wrong with black women you know this is stuff that could possibly happen in the future and I'm mentally preparing myself for it because I know where I want to take OBF and I know what I'm willing to put up with and what I'm willing to do to get it to the place where I want it to be so I just wanted to ask that question because I'm just like I know we're all you know fairly young podcasters but sometimes I do still see it like you know you'll see people and in their comments or something they're posting it's just like well dang, did you have to do all that like if Mm -hmm. you did not agree with it like you didn't have to write a whole paragraph but okay i
1: delete comments don't i delete comments i turn my comments off if you don't follow me like yeah that's probably why i don't have bad reviews because I gotta
0: read. If you don't follow me, you can't find me anyway. She got a not, system. That's why I said she done figured out a system around it, girl. Let, <laughs> let me let me go and um figure out some stuff on my page.
1: No, I feel you, though. I haven't had any comments that, that yet on mine, but I will... Uh, I will um, delete a comment, too, if I feel like Mm -hmm. you're just there for argument's sake and you got nothing better to do with yourself. I will delete that. I have no problem with people disagreeing with my feelings and my opinions. You're entitled to that. Everybody doesn't share my opinion. and You can share that without being disrespectful. Right. Disrespectful or argumentative. If I feel the statement is in that one of those scenarios, I will delete that. I have no problem with that. This ain't the place.
0: So do you feel like y'all mentally and emotionally prepared for someone to attack something like like what if somebody came out negatively and said something about one of the episodes that are like close to your heart? Like are you mentally and emotionally prepared to deal with? I-
1: I think I am because I'm always prepared for the worst. I, I think that's just how I am in life, maybe.
0: You just said like, she come out I'm, here ready for war.
1: <laughs> I, 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 I'm prepared. You know, like I said, I know I have the unpopular opinion, so I'm always prepared. A lot of my episodes that, like, I did my season pre-recorded is with other people. Yeah. Um, but I'm prepared for people to not like or agree with what I say because that's my life. When I, if I have a mm-hmm. conversation with two people outside they're probably going to disagree with what it is that I say. So I'm prepared for that. And like I said, I'm here for it. You could come and say, you know what? I understand and I respect your uh, perspective of this. However, this is how I feel. Okay, great. Right. Don't respect come here with no disrespect. That's right. all I'm saying. <laughs> gotcha. I'll be honest and say- I saw your face when I asked. <laughs> my brain does not allow me to process- <laughs> like you may think this is funny, but or like I'm not telling the truth, but if you send me something and it's through text in the first two lines, the tone don't sound right. My brain will not allow me to read the last part of it. Like I read the first <laughs> two sentences and the last two. And the last two sentences and then my brain is like, oh, this ain't good. You don't need to read this. And I can't, it doesn't matter how many times I try to read it. I'll screenshot it and send it to somebody else to like process it because my brain is like, it's like that. Mm -hmm. We're not going to, so yeah, you could give it to me. Mm -hmm. I probably won't read it and it's not because I don't want to, but I just can't. Like, I don't know. (laughs) On that note,
0: um, for me, I would say that, uh, I think I'm, I'm a little more than halfway there. I had some good training over there on the Relationship Status Podcast with CL and uh, Yusuf. And uh, I think that I know how to, you know, have a conversation, a difficult conversation with somebody who might not agree with me. And I do that all the time in my job. So it ain't that new for me over here. Um, I know how to stand fast to my point and know how to meet people with, like, if they're coming to me, with like unreasonable oppos- opposition, and they're getting in their feelings and their emotions about something I've said or a point of view I might have, it's more their problem than mine. I just mm-hmm. ask that you be respectful. Um, I do. I can't accept a level of disrespect because, again, that's your problem, not mine. But at some point, the K might drop off an of internet. And that's all you're going to get. <laughs> so I always <laughs> know, um, especially because this is my baby, you know, the, the platform is something I've built from my my spirit, you know, and so it's something that's very near and dear. So I, I know that that might be something in the future that could be a little bit more challenging to deal with, especially because most of the what I'm hearing is most of the things that we've been getting is, has been positive. I just wanted to ask that because uh something I thought about the other day. Mm. What support do you currently need for your platform and for your podcast? Small, little, big. It could be, like, equipment-wise. It could be.
1: Oh, well, if I actually do it myself, like, I don't do nothing myself. But if I did it myself, I do need my own equipment. Um, And I need to learn how to do it. That (laughs) equipment.
0: I mean, if you got a system that works for you it's a system that works for you you don't have to look like you don't have to be like me and Kendra or any of these other podcasters that feel like we have to do it on our own I just know my my personality is feeding it to me wanting control on some level (laughs) because it's been hard for me to give up certain amounts of control I just Mm -hmm. me and you are both under crux media it was hard for me to give up control over posting my own episodes girl let me tell you okay (laughs) and it was it's fairly small control but it was just it was I had been doing it on my own for so long right so that was just another way for me to make sure things were what I wanted it to be and how I needed it to be for you starting off knowing how to work with other people is preparing you for a bigger platform because when you do get to that big level right you you do get to that Joe Budden status you're not going to be posting your own episodes, you're not going to be editing your own material, you're not going to be doing your own promotions. So you are already in the pocket preparing you for what's to come and that's great. Me on the other hand, mm-hmm. I want to always be prepared to help the next person as well, you know. So I love being able to um tell the person, you know, all right, these are the attachments you might need. Um this is the platform you can start on. This is where I edit my photos. This is where I edit my, you know, my sound and all this stuff. So what about you, Kendra?
1: I think for me, you know, the the only support that I can say that'll like keep me running and going is just knowing that I have uh, resonated with another woman out there, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so as long as I get at least one woman here and there like because I really appreciate when somebody goes out of their way to dm me you know what I'm saying because you're on my podcast um listening but to take your time out and go back to my instagram and dm me and say hey I'm glad you said this you know I think that's what feeds into me and just overall uh keeps me going that is the most um motivating um ever you know it's just to know mm-hmm. that I, I've touched another woman I've encouraged another woman um and I, that's something that I, I really have tried to do with my platform as well. You know, if I'm sharing my stories that I don't hear any other woman really sharing because it's not, you know, pretty um, and it's, it's motivated I helped another woman, I think that's all I really need.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's always the, the fuel to the fire is like once I know that I can connect with you, whether it be women or men, you know, something that I feel like needs to be talked about. I'm going to keep going <laughs> because it's so much like um they call my material ever- evergreen. I think we all have kind of that material where it's like, we can talk about anything, you know, mm-hmm. and we can have our own spin on it have our own perspective. And that is how we know that we're going to be able to keep, continue to do this. And when I know that that's touching somebody that just motivates me to like, keep calling out a lot of this stuff that people try to bury and not talk about. <laughs> Cause that's my <laughs> MO. I'm just like, I'm going to make us talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what keeps me going is when I do talk about something really uncomfortable and I get someone that says, I'm glad you said this. I'm glad that you address this. That's the support that I needed when I first started and got. And that's the support that I will continue to need no matter how big this platform gets. Mm. Um, what have you learned about yourself as a result of starting your show?
1: on my last show i found out that i am addicted to dysfunction and um (laughs) sorry sometimes i crave toxic energy i found that out literally like i it happened at the studio i was like wait a minute i deal with such and such because i like such and such because i like dysfunction I love those revelations I love those yeah. revelations especially you can hear life. it when it happened. you can hear it when it happened. I'll be like you know what forget that what I really mean is blah and, and I'll be like after that, I'm like wow toxic well I'm not toxic but I kind of like toxic but that's the Scorpio <laughs> in me it's the Scorpio it, it, it really is
0: oh we gonna blame yeah. the Zodiac <laughs> yeah I blame that on everything
1: <laughs> oh
0: my goodness Kendra
1: um I don't know. I think this is something I've already been aware of, but I sometimes that confirmation is that it's just hard to change my mind. Mm. It, it's it's hard to change my mind. So I'm 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 not I'm never the one that's like, oh no, you're wrong. You shouldn't feel this way. Like I listen to everybody, um, but it's hard to get me to like. I've never like had feelings about one thing and then had a conversation with someone on a podcast and then went out with a different aspect on things that's never happened I I guess you could say that yeah I've been accused of that
0: so (laughs) (laughs) you said it real nice Kendra what you really saying what is your your zodiac sign Kendra Virgo (laughs) Um, yeah but that's I mean for me, I love that we self-reflect Whether it be on mic or after we have a conversation So you know this about yourself like So you go into the situation knowing like You know what, I'm going to listen to you <laughs> But I already got my mind made up <laughs> It is what it is That you take Kendra how you get her um, That's a very <laughs> honest place to start from I think what I learned about myself the most Um uh, I'm a conversationalist like and I didn't realize that when I first started um, because I've always been labeled the introvert quiet type and granted um, you know I have a lot of these conversations with my family and friends but not in the same way like I'd write something and then I share it with them or I'd be in the process of writing something and you know I'll ask questions but seeing how I've evolved in my podcasting To call out stuff that was already inside of me, so to speak, let me know that I had a big, um, I had a big talent or skill that I didn't even know that was there. And that was through conversation. And then when I look back at my life, it had always been there. And so it was just, it's really great for me to have learned that about myself because now I can consciously take that into other areas of my life. Um. (laughs) How important is engagement to you and what methods do you use to get audience engagement?
1: Oh my God. Engagement, (laughs) engagement is very important to me. Um if I'm not engaging with my audience, so here's the deal. So my podcast is me, right? And I'm gonna deliver what it is that I feel I want to say, period. Right. But I always wanna engage with my audience and see how they feel about the material, right? What am I doing this keeping attention? What am I doing that is not getting attention? Um, what do I want my audience to, you know, overall feel about me? And, and I really want my audience to feel like we're all a community. Like we all, you know, you can talk to me, um, just like you can talk to anybody. Like, I don't want anybody to feel like, oh, I'm above them because I have a podcast, you know, and I'll get to you when I get to you. Like I get back to everybody equally the same. Um, And without that engagement, I kind of don't really know. Like, I feel like without my engagement, I don't really know. I kind of feel like I'm just throwing uh, stuff out there and and not really knowing what's happening. So the engagement for me is everything. I would say for me, mm, I enjoy engagement, but I don't actually like build my show for me. Um, so it's like one of those things where I throw a show out there and like, and like if they like it, they like it, they say something, they say something, If they don't say nothing. I'm still going to throw another show out next week. Cause like a lot of the stuff I say, I feel like people like it, but they don't at the same time, because a lot of my messages are about accountability and actually accepting like what we're doing wrong. And a lot of women are not in a place to be accountable. So like, for example, I've had people reference my first episode and I'm on week nine. Mm. And I had somebody mention my first episode today. So everybody's not ready for what I have to say. So the engagement part is like, I enjoy when people say something to me, but then at the same time, I I don't really like attention. Mm -hmm. So like, um, if too many people say something to me, it kind of.
0: I'm an odd person. So. I, I mean,
1: you are odd, but I'm there with
0: you with it.
1: <laughs> you are I'm odd too. I
0: say that as a because I understand, and I didn't want you to feel like you were alone in that sp- experience because I get it. I get exactly what you're saying. It's just like you want the engagement as far as like on the back end of what you were saying. At least you want the engagement, yeah. but sometimes it can feel overwhelming because you're so used to playing in the shadows, right? And it's just like the way that you create is from a very personal place and. Now you're inviting people into that and you don't want to be overwhelmed with everybody's presence because you're so connected to your own too. So I right. um, engagement is important for me, but just like you said, like when I started first, because I wasn't looking at no stats, no nothing. I when I did start looking at it, I realized that the episodes that were talking about the most uncomfortable things and like you said, accountability were the ones that were getting the least amount of plays because people mm-hmm. weren't ready to actually face themselves in those conversations and so those were the ones that were just like okay so people they'll choose escapism first right so the episodes about sex the episodes about dating those will get the most plays right and then slowly but surely they'll come back and they'll start listening to those other episodes if they come back um Mm -hmm. and listen to the episodes or whatever but that's when I realized I have to have like some kind of middle ground with my engagement like I can't be butthurt that the episode that I felt like I poured everything out into Mm -hmm. didn't get as many listens as I felt like it should have gotten and the episode that was fun but that didn't have as deep of a message got all the plays like I was just like okay well at least I know what my audience is looking for and mm-hmm. as long as I keep promoting what my platform is actually about, I can have these fun episodes. But at the core of it, LBF is gonna have the conversation. Right. I mean we're gonna have fun conversations. I mean we're gonna have uncomfortable conversations and hard conversations. Usually it's gonna be more hard than fun, but I'll throw a fun one in there for some comedic relief, you know. Mm-hmm. So um making sure that I'm tailoring my um my messages to the audience but also not letting the audience define me so that's how I usually choose to interpret my engagement and making sure that I'm staying on top of myself to provide the material and to actually like talk to the builders so that I know what they need and what they want from the platform as well and take that under consideration without totally changing what I know to be how I want my platform to be if that makes sense. Mm. Mm-hmm. yes
1: yeah and then you did say uh what form of, of of what was the other part of the question you asked like what f- tools do we use for engagement or something? yeah
0: like what methods do you use to get your audience engagement
1: yeah so to hit back on that i only use instagram um that's everything <laughs> No, you're good because I'm just
0: like, right now, I could t- t- Instagram, Facebook. I Facebook, only use, yeah, like,
1: yeah. I think I'm a beast on Instagram when I'm on there. <laughs> My problem is I don't like social media. So sometimes I'd be like, I need a break from Instagram. Right. And I'll just fall off the place <laughs> planet that's my problem and then I'll come back <laughs> but mm-hmm. that's all I That's all I use and I, I actually think that's a I think that's a great tool I think if I had Facebook as well that would be great as well but I think Instagram is like the hottest thing right now so I think that's the the best tool to have um for reach
0: oh, I don't know it's just like <laughs> so I started off with just Instagram then I was like well you know what let me see I tried Twitter then, you know, Snapchat. Now it's to the point where once I post, I go from Instagram. I got to post it on my personal story, right? I don't post, post it on my page. Then I got to post it on the LPF page and the story. Then I got to go from there and post it on Twitter. Once I post it on Twitter, then I got to go to Facebook because e- my engagement is really low on Facebook. But I'm just like, I'm here,
1: y'all. <laughs> if y'all want to follow you me. got to show up anyway. Because
0: <laughs> I know that that's a lot of where the core audience could be that connects to my material i just have to get the content to them so i'm still trying mm-hmm. to find that method so i go on facebook and then last but not least little snapchat you know and let people know because it is a way where you can link your podcast and your mm-hmm. you know your information on your snap so people could just click right from your your snap uh, y'all i th- th- this social media like you said like i was on social media but it was like I didn't really start posting more on social media until I started realizing that, one, I needed to put my face with my podcast. So I started posting more personal pictures of myself to promote K. Antoinette because she is also, she is an extension of, you know, LBF. So whenever she goes on other shows or when someone goes to her page, she is a representative of LBF. Say she, she is me, but y'all know what I'm talking about. And Mm -hmm. then I started realizing, okay, then you have to make your your content look appealing, too. So I had to get into my creative bag. And although I like the process and the process is pretty fun, making the promo and the the posters and everything to post, it can't it's a oh girl like it can be very time consuming because you're just like okay yeah because I, I, you posting it here you got to create it you got to get the pictures you got to now you got to get the audio you want to put a little audio in there and it's just like it becomes this whole tornado of stuff mm-hmm. that you're trying to take care of and it can be very overwhelming to try to make sure that you're choosing the right methods to engage with your your audience but because like I said I'm young I have to try everything and see what's hitting and then Mm -hmm. I can start dropping off certain platforms because Mm -hmm. Twitter I got back on Twitter specifically for LBF but now I'm using it more well I was at one point using it more for personal and then I I stopped because I didn't want to see all that social media I got burnt out with social media Mm -hmm. (laughs) and fell off the face of the earth with Kendra (laughs) and now I'm trying to come (laughs) back I'm trying to come back and be like hey y'all I'm still here so it's a it's an interesting process. What about you, Key? I know mm-hmm. you said you have somebody specifically for your social media. Yeah, I
1: have a I actually have somebody for my social media. The person that I have for my social media, he creates content for each platform. So I have certain things that I put in my story. Like it's like it only looks right in my story. I have certain things that I put on my actual feed. Um, I use Pinterest. A lot of people don't know to use Pinterest, but I get a lot of engagement. Because when you change your Pinterest to a business account, you can see who's clicking the links. Mm -hmm. I put all my podcasts on Pinterest and I get a lot of engagement on there. Um, I use Twitter. See, with Twitter, I don't think people actually notice the fact that I tweet parts of my shows all the time, but I don't think they're catching that. Like, it, it could be like I might say like a sentence or like maybe like one of my affirmations. And sometimes, the parts of my shows that I tweet are not current shows. I'm Mm -hmm. still tweeting affirmations from episode number three, Mm -hmm. but like, I still make sure, but I won't lie. Like if it gets too much, you might not see a tweet from me for like, you know, a week and then Wednesday Mm -hmm. come and the person that's over my promotion is like, okay, so key you in, you you in one of those spaces. You need to post by three o'clock. Like I have like alarms, also because like when you with instagram i actually certain times of
0: days yeah
1: yeah girl but the thing about it is you also need to check your analytics and your numbers to see what times of days your followers are more active Mm -hmm. because just because pinterest say post at three o'clock your followers might not right like and it'll show you like the engagement that you have on your instagram but for me my best my best feedback and uh engagement comes from facebook and snapchat Mm -hmm. because in between my car concerts i made sure i put a promo that's how you do it it. (laughs) y'all gonna get this promo like you're gonna get it in between the the bottle of henny you're gonna get the promo like (laughs) y'all think i'm playing with you but go listen to my episode i was in my bag and it's been working (laughs) for me right it's been working for me
0: uh I I love that because, like I said, um, I, the um, I started doing more research because I was just like, all right, because when I first started and for a long time I was good. I was like the social media, I was killing it, like you said, doing the, I was uh quoting my quotes all you know all the time and doing all that, and then it was just like, all right, I'm getting a little tired. You know, you get a little burnt out in other areas. We just had the burnout mm-hmm. episode, um, that I did a couple of weeks ago. And I was just like, okay, social media got to go. I can't be consuming all this information and my brain is already chaotic. So that's one of the first things I usually let go of. But when you're trying to build your platform, it's a necessity. And so trying mm-hmm. to find that middle ground is always a little bit difficult. So what I tried to realize is like, okay, you got to be smart about this. It's ways people do this. People have been doing this for a while now. You need to do more research. So in my research, I was just like, okay, you need to figure out what time your audience engages with your your uh, content you need to make sure because you are scatterbrained that you are aware of what time of day it is so that you can post and then for me i'm going to start automating my post because if i gotta leave it up to me to post it (laughs) that alarm can come and go as much as it wants to but i might not actually be in a space to actually post it you know i might be in class i might be working or something like that so i have to make sure that I'm still engaged even though I might want to take a little bit of a break from social media and the way to do that is to like you said either get somebody who is good at social media to be a part of it and do it you know for me or to just you know start automating my stuff. Mhm. Um can you see yourself doing this for 5 years or 10 years or more?
1: <laughs> in, in 10 years, I'm going to be on Patreon. Somebody's going to pay to hear me sneeze.
0: That what I see. I ain't even eight, ten years. Eight, two.
1: It's gonna be two. five. It might not even be five, but somebody's gonna want to hear me and pay for me and have a subscription within the next five to ten years. Mm. Um, I'm gonna say yeah because I think. I don't want to say I don't take it serious, because as a Virgo, if you know anything about Virgos, we don't half-ass nothing. Everything, like I said, this is a hobby, but you see how much energy and time and effort I put into my stuff, right? Um, because that's just how I roll. But it's not my, it's 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 not uh, where my heart is. You know, so I'm going to do it whenever I want to do it and not do it when I don't want to do it. That's just that's just how it's going to be for me. Right. Like I like like I said, if, if this takes off and it can it can uh, fund my real passion, that's great. And if it doesn't, that's great, too, because right. this is my like it's it's my diary. Like I'm just talking and I'm OK with that. It's yes.
0: I think it's all of our diaries in my diaries. Right. I think as much as we be sharing the episodes, <laughs> girl, right? and I love it, but who I know I didn't be there, so I know it was hard, you know, to say some of the stuff. You know? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, five years from now, I I can still see myself doing it as long as I continue to grow. Um, I do think that um, anything worth doing is any you know is worth building on. Let's build. <laughs> um, so. I have to make sure that I'm doing what I got to do to to get this to where it needs to be. And if I'm not getting better, then that means that my heart is not fully in it and I might not need to be doing it no more, you know? Mm -hmm. So as long as I continue to see it grow, that means I'm in the right space. I'm on the right path. Then I can continue to do this. If not, then I might need to look into using my creative energy for something else. But for right now, um, I actually do this a lot more than I blog now. And I might need to take the blogger off of K and Swinette because I've been minute if I'm being honest. Um, just because I do love it and I do connect deeply with um with the mic, if I'm if, if I'm being honest about that. So yeah. Yeah. Money gotta be in it though. I ain't about to sit here mm-hmm. and be like, I do this without no money though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get this little freebie one one, two years. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. after that, I'm be digging in some pockets. so (laughs) what is the main message you want your audience to leave with after every episode
1: I want my audience to be inspired inspired to do anything I don't know what they need to be inspired um, like what they need motivation towards but I hope they listen to my episode and know they can do it whatever it is within reason I don't go out here killing people (laughs) but <laughs> within, within mm-hmm. good reason, how you go from <laughs> no, the but I said it was a hard to- <laughs> you know I be
0: doing it. <laughs> 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 Whoa,
1: <laughs> Kendra. <laughs> uh- <laughs> I think, uh, one, I hope you walk away with a laugh and a smile on your face. Um, and I hope you walk away feeling, I don't want to say like a friend in me, but I want to, I want you to feel like you've connected with me in some way, you know, yeah. whether it been something that I've said or I've been through, or I've talked about somebody that was somebody was something similar to somebody in your life and feel like, you know what, um, you know I I wanted you to walk away like you have a friend if that makes sense I hope Mm -hmm. I'm describing that right
0: (laughs) I mean because you listen to those podcasts and you don't feel like I've clicked on podcasts and it's just like I have no connection to connection yeah it Mm -hmm. doesn't feel it's it's like when you click on a podcast and you feel like you're listening to your home girl or your group yeah Mm -hmm. Mm yeah those are the best ones because I feel like okay I can just put this on whenever I'm in the house if I'm in the car because it feels familiar Mm -hmm. I hate clicking Mm -hmm. on a podcast and it doesn't feel familiar so I get what you're saying where it's just like you want to make people feel like they're familiar with you and that way they come back because I got podcasts right now that get me up out of bed you know Mm -hmm. I don't want to get out of bed unless I hear those voices and it sounds crazy but that's what I hope for LBF too. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm addicted to my content that y'all like, to hear our voice, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the message that I want my audience to leave with is to have the conversation. I, ha- I say that all the time because I feel like a lot of us run from the hard conversations and it's so much growth when we talk about stuff. And I'm not saying that you have to have the conversation with everybody else. You don't have to have it with another person. You can have it with yourself you know mm-hmm. so whatever topic i am discussing at that time or whatever episode topic that we're you know focusing on for that week once you finish listening to my episode i want you to think about some of the things i said and see if there's truth in it see what your truth is and then possibly go have that conversation with somebody else and introduce that conversation to your friend group and then you get them thinking and then it just continues and continues and continues. Mm-hmm. And that's how we build our best selves is by having those hard conversations and uncomfortable moments so that we can get to the growth that's underneath all that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, oh shit, I lost my place. In what ways do you plan to grow? I'm, I'm gonna skip that one because I feel like we're done. What is a fear that you have surrounding your show and podcasting and what
1: hope do you have? Mm. Okay, I'll go first. My fear first, and um, is my boyfriend coming across it and 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 thinking things about me or like you know like mm-hmm. if I'm sharing something from when I was 25, thinking I'm still gonna act like that. Like that's a fear of the prejudgment. Um, so currently, I usually just block. Anybody that I'm dating, I blocked them. That's not like and, and I don't speak about it. Now, if he ever asks me, do you have a podcast? I'll tell the truth, but I don't speak about it, so there's no reason for him to ask. <laughs> oh, um, so out
0: y'all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's my fear right
1: now. <laughs> uh.
0: What what's your hope for your show?
1: <laughs> my hope is that my, my hope is that I can uh, continue to be myself unfiltered and and get paid for this, you know. That's mm-hmm. that's the hope, you know, cuz I'm already doing it for free and I'm enjoying it and if I can make a couple dollars off of it, that's the ultimate goal, right? When you're doing yeah. something for fun and getting paid for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead and expound on that. <laughs> no, this is so funny because I oh I had tweeted about the fact that I was talking to this man and I was hoping he never found my social media, but he found it. And that's why that's so funny to me. Oh my goodness. Uh, I saw her. I was like, oh okay, she filled me on this. <laughs> I had felt that because I meant to block him off of my Twitter. <laughs> But he heard my Twitter name on my show because he listened to my oh show and Lord. he found my Twitter. Oh. That was very, that that took me to that place. But um, the one thing I was afraid of and I'm still afraid of, you know, like when the artists come out and they drop their first EP or their first album mm-hmm. and then like everybody like it. Mm-hmm. And then like I, they come back out with a second album you be like, this ain't hitting like the first one. It was, <laughs> I was like, and I'm still kind of afraid that my content, like I give amazing content right now, but what if at one moment later, I'm not relatable anymore and my, it don't rock like my first EP. Like that's like my biggest fear. Yeah. The one thing, my um, the one thing I hope for is that I can actually do this full time and I don't have to work no more. Like I would love to make this into a career.
0: Um, so yeah, so I'm gonna give you some encouraging words, and stop me if I'm like going in too far. You will always be relatable, right? So looking at the content that you currently have, like I said, we have what they call evergreen material, right, but also, mm-hmm. you're not talking about who, they and who in celebrity culture, right? none of us are, mm-hmm. we're not that kind of podcast, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but we are talking about the things that people deal with in life Mm
2: -hmm.
0: that be exes dating love um, trauma whatever you know what i'm saying as long as you stay true to that part which i can see you doing even when you get into different areas of your life the fact that you are coming from an honest place of your own experiences somebody else is going to connect with that and you put it like you said as creatives and as poets and as writers we can put that in a a way that people want to drink that information Mm -hmm. Mm, it's timeless always be relatable because you're being honest in your experience Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying because it's something I had to think about too I'm like I when I was going through my burnout y'all, I felt like I was crazy because I felt like I couldn't create and it was just like girl you burnt out. Talk about that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Talk about that. Like you've always been true to whatever experience you you got going on. You don't have to try to choose a topic. Let the topic choose you. Right now, right. it's choosing you.
2: <laughs> right. Talk about that.
0: If you can't talk about nothing else, talk about your experience. And because we are people who do that, we're gonna always be relatable. Cause we gonna Thank always you. have experiences.
1: It's like old school music, right? Anita Baker always gonna sound good. Okay, always,
0: always. So yeah, just I wanted to say that because sometimes we have to speak life into each other. Because I know I deal with some of the same fears on, on my own too. Like, did I share mine? Mm-mm. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. Okay, um, fear. <laughs> Fear for LBF. <clears throat> um, my one of my fears is not getting it to grow the way I want it to grow, because I will stop doing this. <laughs> um, I won't stop doing it. I don't. I don't first see myself completely stopping because it is a, a form of therapy for me. But I do know the potential that it has, and I do know the messages that are in the episodes that people need to hear. And mm-hmm. I don't want, however, people perceive me. Outside of the truth of who I am, to block the content and to block the platform, which I think happens sometimes. Like people make an assumption mm-hmm. about who you are, and so they don't, they don't even want to, you know, like we said before, they don't even want to tap into what you got going on. So mm-hmm. I want to make sure that my well, my fear is it not becoming what I know it could be and that's mm. something I fight with, and that's why I go so hard, you know, and that's also why I exhaust myself, and why sometimes I get burnt out, too, because it's just like, you go so hard, you go so hard, you go so hard, you have to give yourself some kind of grace as well, mm-hmm. so um, the hope I do have is that, I know, it's, it's dope, you know, <laughs> like, this. so I know, like, that it, it's gonna go somewhere, and that um, I'll always have this stuff like my grandkids can listen to these episodes, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and that's something that I'll be able to share with the people. Um, that I love the most, and that, um, other people like we might can be 80 years old, and our episodes ain't never pop, our platform never pop, and then the younger generation of somebody will start listening and get a hold please, to it. Huh? Listen, I'm telling <laughs> you, like, this is this is a hope, you know, this is a possibility, and so I I just I have hope for the possibilities of what this could be so last question what's your favorite show that you've done and if you could have anyone on your show who would you have
1: on my favorite show I did was letter to myself Mm. Um, that's my favorite one Um, if I could have anybody on my show this is hard <laughs> You know I want to say it would be It's going to be Joe Budding Because right now I was about to say black But it's going to be Joe Budding If I could have anybody on my show Yeah I, I wanted black that. for other reasons I, Black was for other reasons for I other, just uh-huh. need, him to, I need him to know who I am <laughs> Emotional support <laughs> Because it's I'm his wife face right now. And he just doesn't know it yet I am his wife He just has not found me yet <laughs> You hear that, black?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hit her up, my girl. Speak.
1: Um, for me, I have to be honest. I I have a, I I love a, a lot of my episodes. I've had great episodes, but I will have to say, my favorite episode has yet to be recorded. You know, and and I just have to be honest. It's just it ain't out there yet. It's in here. It ain't out there. Um, <laughs> but uh, who would I like to have on my show you know what uh, I'm weird because I don't want to like I'm not gonna say like if Snoop Dogg wanted to be on my pod I'd be like oh no of course I'm gonna let Snoop <laughs> on my pod right but like I don't care to have a celebrity on my podcast I like to talk to regular people and I like to I, I want to broadcast regular people that that's like I want to, like I said, I want to be like the girl next door, you know? So mm-hmm. I don't have like one person I would be that I just would want to get on my podcast. I don't even see uh, my podcast like that. Like, oh, I, I bagged the celebrity. Like I could care less. Um, So I don't know. Just great people with great energy. I want to mm-hmm. keep those type of people on my show.
0: I got to agree with you that because w- when I wrote it, I was just like, you know, I ask a lot of hard questions on my guests, and it'd it be questions I can't answer on my own. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm really good at writing these questions. <laughs> you are sucky at answering. Um, but I, I'm the same way, because when I thought about it, I was like, it's nobody in particular. I want to talk to everybody celebrity, normal person, like, it's going to be the same format, you're still going to get this outline, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, and I'm still going to be very interested, and that's why I tell people, I'm like, it's really just a conversation when you come on mic with me, because I'm very curious about you, the person, and about what you got going on, like, I'm, I'm really genuinely cur- curious, and I think, I hope that comes through, that, I'm interested in what the other person has going on, and so for me, that's what makes the conversation that much better than just getting up here and just talking about something. Um, See, so I could have anybody up here. I don't really, don't really matter to me.
1: Um, I, I was gonna say, um, you uh just like me, but stuff. I just like to say I'm nosy. You know, I like <laughs> you <yeah. laughs> know. I, I just say I'm nosy. I like to know what the, everything I can know about Am you. Am I nosy? Yeah, I mean that's what anything. curious is, right? because I mean, <laughs> because that's what i get called but i just be like i'm curious but you know what i just own the nosiness it's okay i'm all right with it
0: can <laughs> you ever like you call me out low-key but you know
1: what I, I <laughs> said learn
0: what i learned about myself through podcasting apparently i'm nosy you got it? <laughs> <laughs> i always thought i was just curious but you know you learn something <laughs> every day um What was the other one? What was my favorite show I've done? My favorite show, one of my favorite shows, of course, is my first one, which is Death to the Good Girl. I think that's a fan favorite, but it was mine because it was personal, and it was me saying that I was stepping outside of my box of what other people thought I should be, and just stepping into who I am. And so I think that's a message. And I love that the fact that um, men and women came up to me and they were just like, "I felt what you were saying, and I'm tired of pretending to be some somebody I'm not." So I love that about it. My second favorite was um, black men self care. The audio is trash on it, but I love the conversation. It was just so good. The chemistry, cause it was one of my older cousins, but we hadn't talked in years. The chemistry was just so good. And the topic was just so necessary. Um, so i encourage y'all if y'all can sit through some of the little bumps in that audio i don't
1: be tripping off audio like i I, I don't i'm more i'm listening to what you got to say yeah i was one like i ain't gonna lie like i was an audio girl like when
0: i was just like listening to podcasts because i was listening to podcasts Mm -hmm. before i started and if the audio wasn't good i was just like okay it's hard for me to (laughs) listen Mm -hmm. you know so i i can't fault nobody (laughs) for not um going back but I think if I'm not mistaken that was that that episode did pretty well but um that's one of my other favorites as well all right any questions for me I know we've been talking I know y'all jaws probably sore y'all need some water I'm pretty sure but I'm gonna go ahead and get y'all to, uh plug y'all information and I'm gonna go ahead and get y'all out of here because I
1: know it's getting late for some of us <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well i don't have any questions for you i appreciate you bringing me on um as a new podcaster um i appreciate uh being able to be a part of this conversation and specifically uh, about women podcasters um and you guys can uh find me on instagram only pretty much at coffee with kendra (laughs) everything spelled correctly um no um you know nothing crazy just coffee with kendra um i'm on all major platforms um including youtube i do a visual on youtube for those people who don't like to listen like myself sometimes i love a visual um i'm out there um and then that's it if you would like to have me on your podcast dm me on instagram at coffee with kendra That's it. y'all hear that vibrant energy
0: y'all have her on she is such a dream. <laughs> i've been adjacent to Kendra a couple of episodes you know, different, podcasts <laughs> and different stuff so great energy y'all and thank you please tap into her platform because she I think I was listening to you today and I don't want to get off but I was listening to you today and you almost made me wreck my car because I was in like yeah girl because you were talking about <laughs> you know asking the question do you feel like um we share too much like once we in a relationship we overshare with our friends and family and it's something that a conversation i've had before mm-hmm. but i love the way that you presented it i was like you know what she be on it but you know <laughs> ask that question mm-hmm. you know I, I listened to the responses i was just like you know some of them didn't get her point she went back to it so she can make her <laughs> point again <laughs> <laughs> Thank so you. yes please listen um great material great guests too and uh
1: tap in go ahead keith well, thank you for having me on the show again. Um, if you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram at MCS Key. That's my podcast Instagram. If you want to find my actual page, it's The Diary of Key. My name is The Diary of Key on Snapchat, on TikTok, on Twitter, on Clubhouse. On Clubhouse, is too wise. Okay. And, um, yeah. And if you want to be on the show, you can email me at microskeep at gmail.com. Yeah another great
0: another great podcast y'all um very encouraging if y'all need a pick me up especially in the morning like sometimes you just need that <laughs> word in the morning you know how you listen to you put on that uh that little short church sermon <laughs> get right with yourself it, it makes me rem- it reminds me of that you just need it and it's I told you it was a space for you to have short episodes like and it's such as like it's such a delight to be able to put it on and get what I need and I'm good to go. Like, by the time I make it to my destination, I'm like, okay, she she done wrapped it up. She done told me. She done gave me a message, and I'm good. Like, you know, <laughs> I love that. And so I want y'all to, builders, please tap into her platform, <clears throat> get with her, micro-speak with Key, and just look at all the great stuff she has going on, because she is going to be growing from here. <laughs> Thank you. So tap in now. I'll be trying to be a fan later. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hey, I know it's me, Uh, your host, Kay Antoinette. And you can follow me at K Antoinette underscore the blogger on Instagram. You can also follow the Let's Build Futures page at let's underscore build underscore futures. You can also visit let'sbuildfutures.com. I'll always have a blog post there. I'll be posting by the end of this month, I promise. Um, And you can also email me if you have any questions, comments, any topic ideas at allthingslbf at gmail.com. Make sure that you follow LBF podcast, subscribe, like, share, and have this conversation with a friend until next time bye